Hi Keto Sisters, I'm Brenda and I'm Christina and we are the Keto Sisters and this is the Keto Sisters Podcast. Well, welcome back to another podcast from Keto Sisters. Uh, Myself and Christina are here absolutely roasting our backsides off. Um, Well, it's love. Ironic, really, considering we're in completely different countries. Yeah. Well, in fairness, what's it? Thirty-eight degrees where you are, Celsius. Thirty-nine point seven. And here in Ireland, it's a positively balmy twenty. But I am sitting in an absolutely roasting house. (laughs) So. Yeah, but to be fair, the humidity is like ninety. Yeah, the humidity is ninety percent. So the both of us have a lovely sheen. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> we do. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad the I'm glad these are recorded, not not filmed. Oh yeah. Because at least you can't see the sheen. Yeah, yeah. I think it I think we'll do YouTube when it's it's kinda nicer and we're not like covered in a sheen of sweat. <laughs> <laughs> we're keeping it real. Keeping it real, yeah. So we're here back today um, and we're going to talk about, speaking of bodies, we're going to talk about body hang-ups, um, which is a big thing. Yes, we are. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a fairly big thing. So we thought we'd, we'd, we'd have a quick chat about our own body hang-ups and I suppose how we conquer it, really. Or maybe not conquer it as much as kind of just put up with it because that's the way it is and we don't have another choice <laughs> okay so rather than conquering let's say acceptance acceptance i like that yeah because conquer implies that it's not it's not necessarily a good thing but you know it's it's all about perspective and it's all about mindset yeah this is very true this is very true but still like there are there are things that as it's a mindset that I am still trying to um, not come to terms with, but just kind of, I suppose, accept that this is my body and this is the way it is. And no matter how much weight I lose, mm-hmm. um, and you know that my whole issue every time I put something on is my boobs. I I um, I suppose yeah. Yeah. no matter how much weight I lose, I'll always have cleavage, basically. And and in fairness, like they do get smaller when I lose weight, I do get smaller. But our family are blessed yes. with boobs, and I think it goes back to because I was having to think about what my major issue is with them, and I think one of them is really getting clothes to kind of fit, you know, shirts that won't like that'll always gape in the middle, and mm. yeah, gaping the gaping thing because they make these shirts for women with no boobs, yeah. So, the other thing I, I, yeah, the other thing, and I was thinking about it over the last couple of days, thinking back on like my whole relationship with my boobs. Um, I suppose one of the things is when I think back over the years, like even like in work and things like that, the amount of men that just stand talking to your boobs, mm. and num- the you attention. know, yeah, it's it's like. And it's not even like they're hanging out or, you know, and I've gone to great lengths, like wearing scarves all the time and, you know, to, and I had this mm-hmm. conversation with a friend of mine who is also fairly well endowed and she was the same as me. Every time we went out, we had scarves on. And when we sat yeah. and talked about it, it really ba- basically boiled down to the same issue that we were covering up 
you know, because we didn't want people looking at us and we didn't want people looking at our boobs and talking to our boobs. Um, even though like they're not like there's nothing on show or anything like that. Just standing there looking at and, and there's nothing worse than talking to somebody who's actually just staring at your boobs. Yeah, I, I it's it's very, very uncomfortable. I mean I, I have much, much smaller boobs than you for sure. Um and even me with my like small boobs have had that before where you know you're in a top or your shirt or something that's a little bit open and I'm like dude I don't even have anything worth looking at like I have nothing there like, why are you staring <laughs> and it is it, it's really objectifying it is it is and it, it doesn't it doesn't actually help it it, it would have made me more self-conscious now I'm older I'm like whatever you know your problem you know get over it but when I was younger it made me really paranoid and really kind of yeah. oh god it it just deepened the resentment I had for my body shape you know for for this particular thing that was just like the bugbear of my life <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely absolutely I empathize with some of it but obviously uh, being of smaller boobage like I don't really I've never really had the problem with getting the clothes to fit across the boobs the issue that I had is because of the way I carried all my fat on my belly I had a huge protruding fat belly I still do it's smaller but I still have it which means that my shoulders and across my chest are a UK size 12 and as you go down towards my abdomen I'm a UK size 14 and then my hips because I still have the big protruding apron at the front are size 16 now try and find a shirt that fits properly it's not possible but it's yeah, not possible what, oh one of those homer shirt not the home the homer dress <laughs> a moo moo why did you wear moo 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 that would suit but me honestly, as, as well like tp you know that kind of just starts at the top and then just goes straight out that that kind of and the worst thing is like i'm always saying you know my waist goes in yeah. you know and to show off your waist going in which is something that you like to have you have yeah. to wear stuff that shapes around your boobs which means your boobs look bigger and it's just like how do you conquer that how do you get over <laughs> that you know yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And I have the same issue with trousers, you know, because I, I, I always describe myself as an apple on two toothpicks. That's what I looked like because oh, yeah, I was yeah. round, but I never had a big ass or, or, or big legs. Like I never had, you know, mm. I never carried fat on my legs. So when I try and find trousers that fit my skinny thighs and my big fat belly, so it was either I could wear the UK size 22 waist and look like a triangle because my legs were completely lost in the huge uh, sized legs <laughs> or I could wear something that didn't close and have a fit on my legs properly. It's, it, it, I used to live in leggings because they're the only thing that accommodated the skinny legs and the big fat belly. Yeah, that's a, that's a, well, all hail the leggings. Let's, you know, oh, yeah. although I do draw the line, <laughs> you know, me and leggings. <laughs> yeah, but, they're um, for at home. <laughs> they're for at home. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it, it's one of those things. And um, you see, like, 
if you're looking at people on Instagram and stuff like that and you know they're they're posting these photographs of themselves you know in in poses that like literally make them look smaller and kind of not really show exactly what they look like it doesn't yeah. help you know it really doesn't help and I actually there's one of the women I follow on Instagram um she is she does she loves vintage clothing and she wears vintage clothing but she's she mm. loves corsets and stuff like that so she she is a small woman um and she pulls in her waist with the corsets and stuff and she always looks amazing in her photographs but mm. she got trolled by somebody um calling her out for being oh it's all right for you you're thin and you know clothes look well on you to the point where she actually posted a picture of herself in her underwear to show the scarring that she has on her body from having a baby wow. so she has loose skin on her stomach anybody out there who's had baby knows mm. this loose skin stretch marks the works on her stomach and had to do a whole post well i don't know why she felt she had to do it but she did it anyway had to do a whole post on um her body acceptance and you know things what they look like from the outside um but what they really mean or what they're really like on the inside and i think people need to appreciate that you know when you're looking at Mm. somebody going oh it's all right for you blah 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 you know everybody has their body hang-ups and everybody has something they don't like about their body um, and calling people out on on things like that is it's just not right either way. So there's there's two thoughts that I have around that. Okay, so first of all, I think it's absolutely fantastic that she did a post like that because I think it's really important for women who are sitting on the other side of that social media post, looking at this perfect woman, and constantly trying to get themselves to live up to something that, in actual fact, is not particularly real. So by her showing that that this is a costume and when I take it off I've just got as many lumps and bumps and and scars and loose skin and flabby bits as any other woman and I think it all comes back to the advertising right absolutely the advertising has shown completely um lower standards uh, have hugely high standards of what perfection should look like that not even the models who took the photographs, who are in the photographs, live up to. Well, that's it. You know, was yeah. it was it Cindy Crawford who said that she doesn't wake up looking like Cindy Crawford? Yeah, it, it was on Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil, right. he, he had a, an episode, like obviously going back years anyway, but he had a girl on who was only about 14 or something and she wanted plastic surgery because she, mm. you know, felt that she was inadequate or, you know didn't live up to the standards like you say that the magazines and advertising are pushing out but he put a picture up of Cindy Crawford on the catwalk and he turned to the girl and he said I know Cindy Crawford she's a very good friend of mine she Mm -hmm. does not look like that that's what he said he said she does not look like that that took a team three or four hours to get her to look like that and then the photographs are airbrushed mm-hmm. to within an inch of their life. He said, she does mm-hmm. not wake up in the morning and roll out of bed looking like that. So no. it, it it is all about perception and it's all about, you know, kind of, I suppose that whole social media thing. I think the social media is actually overtaking advertising because you're looking at... It has. You're actually looking at people in their own homes trying to portray this social media life 
that everything is perfect and their body is perfect and you know that they that they are the idealism of what everybody should be you know and it's just Mm. unfortunately it's not like that at all my second thought about this is that from one point of view you have somebody who's basically trolling this woman and trolling other women like her pointing out the flaws that you see in stark contrast in the mirror that you see highlighted when you look in the mirror and you have somebody a stranger on the internet pointing the same flaws out to you and i think it's very powerful that she instead of hiding from it and deleting the comments she she took ownership of it and said you know yes i have these flaws yes i have them but they're part of my journey and I'm owning it. You know, so instead of trying to be one of these symbols of perfection that the advertising world has created, she chose to take it a different way. And yet somebody's pointing out my deepest flaws, but I'm going to show them to you to show that everybody has them and nobody's perfect. Yeah, this is, this is true, but she was actually kind of, somebody was actually saying to her that you're, oh, it's all right for you, you're skinny. You know, but she actually had to say, well, I actually have flaws. You, you know, I may be thin, but I have flaws. You know, my body's not mm. perfect. I mean, in fairness, like nobody's body is perfect. No, everybody has a hang up about their body, no matter what it is. Like you, you, you approach anybody, woman or man in the gym and they're there in the gym and they're five days a week. And you from you're looking at them going, oh, look at that body. Like, that's a great body guaranteed Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there's a reason why they're in that gym five days a week because there is something about their body that they just don't like and they're trying to improve it yeah yeah absolutely i completely agree and i i have um a, a huge list of things that i'm not happy about obviously having gone from 260 pounds and or um 118 kilos down to what what i'm i am now hovering between like 75 78 kilos at the moment um i have a significant amount of damage left over from my because it's practically my entire life i have stretch marks i have loose skin i have flabby bits i have like i'm going to show brenda now um i'm sorry you can't see this but like look at those bingo wings yeah they are epic yeah well, I wasn't saying right. yeah, they're epic. No, well, <laughs> I wasn't agreeing with you. Yeah, they're I don't think epic they're epic. I've seen worse. That's the thing. Like, yeah, I've I've seen worse too. But the fact of the matter is that you know I get I and and I am open to get comments and and uh, feedback that I shouldn't be a weight loss coach because you're still fat. That's yeah. what. But that's what people say to me. You're still fat, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, I am. I own it because I am, and to to say it in any other way will be a, 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 an untruth. It, it's not. I'm still in the overweight category. Yeah, but you're you're, 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 I, you're still you may still be in the overweight category, but you're not, you know, nowhere near what you used to be. So you no, know, owning it is I'm right. Not. You know, owning it is right because you're able to say to them, "Well, I'm still yeah. on my journey," and the majority mm-hmm. of people in keto are still on their journey regardless of whether they're losing weight or maintaining or just getting to the healthy side of life you know everything about it is 
it's a constant journey and it's a constant it is it's a constant switch like at the moment i'm switching around my foods because i'm starting to find Mm -hmm. some foods are starting to affect me the more i get into it the more i'm like "Ooh, that's not working Mm -hmm. for me and this isn't working for me so you know it it is a constant constant uh journey yeah and it's a constant battle against the kind of foods that we want to eat versus the kind of foods that we can eat with uh, given our, our bodies our metabolisms i have changed my keto a million times and I talk about it all the time that you know I as you progress things change so much that where I started on keto today it looks nothing like that and I've yeah. changed recently in the last few weeks I've changed my eating as well and I'm now eating the majority of my food before 4 p.m and then I don't eat again until the next day and that that is really working for me but I wasn't doing that to start I went for a year without eating breakfast. I skipped yeah. breakfast and yeah. ate the rest of my food, the, the majority of my food in the afternoon. But then yeah. that stopped working for me. So I switched it up. Um, well, this is it. Like you, you constantly have to trick your body into, you know, your yeah. body gets used to it. So yeah. you have to kinda, Yeah, yeah. So you have to just work around that and then, you know, notch it up or, you know, mm-hmm. switch it around and things like that. Yeah. Um. But one of the things that I, I really think is important to um, to know is that my body hang-ups and the fact that I still carry weight make me more relatable for everybody out there. You know, if I had have started keto and I had a lost this, the 50, 57 kilos that I needed to lose in a year and a half and I was now a size 8, I wouldn't be very relatable for people. But because... I'm still battling with that and I'm I'm still um trying to figure out how it works for me. It it, it shows people that yeah, you're having trouble with it, but I am too. So don't think that you know you're doing something wrong. Absolutely. And I think it, it might harper back to that old um what we're told is the perfect body. And if you yeah. see your health coach or your gym instructor standing in front of you with what you perceive to be the perfect mm-hmm. body then you're thinking well I'm going to achieve they've if they've achieved it I'm going to achieve it where you know in reality they're going to come down on you so hard you're just going to go you know what I'm going home for a glass of wine you know yeah. that's what's going to happen because they're going to break you down you know you're not going to find you're not going to find your journey by yourself they're going to they're going to break you down into what they can they mm-hmm. perceive to be you know, particularly an awful lot of them still calories depend on in, the carbs in. Calories yeah, in. Yeah. Sorry, cal- calories in, calories out, not carbs. Yeah. Um, well, carbs too. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, well. But they still depend on that. And mm. when you think about it, and we've talked about this before, and I don't want to go off point, but um, that's how they make their livelihood. Yeah. So I started to follow some plastic surgeons on Instagram because obviously I have so much extra skin that... It, it is already starting to cause me issues like for example my belly button gets infected quite a lot because the skin hangs down and, and actually closes it you know it, it, it there's no air getting in and and I, I am going to need to have surgery don't want to have it yet because right. I feel like if I got it now and I still I would still have weight to lose for sure to get to to the healthy weight category but if I lost too much or no, no, I don't want to say too much, but if I lost as much as I want to, I might risk having to need 
corrective surgery again for more skin so i want to leave it as late as possible uh for as long as possible but the one thing the, the stomach probably wouldn't bother me if it, if it, if the loose skin was completely empty yeah. and was just yeah. a little bit you know it was just saggy probably wouldn't bother me the yeah. thing that bothers me most is my neck because i can see like i'm gonna i'm gonna talk you through but brenda can see me but this part here just under the chin where the thyroid is is like it's 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 really loose and it gets wrinkly so it makes me look 15 years older than i am so do you remember do you remember those dogs do you remember the wrinklies that we had the, the oh teddy bears? my god yeah you're not that bad <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you i'm not a wrinkly dog nice do you remember the little wrinkly dogs <laughs> and you put your hand they were puppets you put your hand yeah they were a puppet yeah oh my goodness Sorry. i digress you just I'm, reminded me i'm glad i remind you of a wrinkly dog uh, <laughs> now i didn't say that and you can listen back to this i said you don't look that I know, bad I, know, I, know. I don't think i don't think your neck is an issue at all it is no it is and it, yeah i know you're looking at me on video and you, you can't really see but if i do this watch see the difference so i'm actually uh, just yeah yeah so you can oh, see you know, here you should, you could, hair clip yeah but that's what fabio said just just get a bit of sellotape and just pull yeah staples <laughs> but, <laughs> but the fact is that like it, it it will probably be just i could probably just do this under local anesthetic it's literally a lift just yeah. a tiny tiny thing but the difference that that would make to my self-esteem um yeah it, it just there's no describing it like and I, I don't have seven grand to spend on the neck lift right now um but i would love to so you know i've been looking at the as i said i've been following some plastic surgeons on instagram and oh my god the results are just incredible because because of the recent upsurge in keto, people have lost gigantic amounts of weight. Like I've seen them do surgery on people who have lost two and three hundred pounds. Wow! And the transformation these guys do—they do a body lift, so they cut under the breasts, yeah, around the bra line, yeah, and pull down and pull up, Ugh. and then they cut across the bikini line and pull down and pull up. <laughs> God! And then they. And they do the arms but the transformation is incredible but just listening to you like you know and, and how enthusiastic you are about it and it's all great and everything but because you're not at a place where you're ready to get the surgery do you think mm -hmm. that it looking at things like that at the moment are making you worse about your body hang-ups because you can't get the surgery yet absolutely not are you i sure? think it's absolutely absolutely it what it actually is is keeping me motivated okay to get to that point i want to get there right okay you but know you i can could, see how but you can see how people would it, it you could that could drag you down like you know if you weren't in the right place you know to be looking at that yeah it absolutely depends on your mindset and you know uh, i have things that i want to change about my body due to the weight loss but they're not things that I hate about myself. They yeah. are, they're, they're like, like the way uh, women who have had babies describe their stretch marks as badges of honor. 
yeah my loose skin is my badge of honor i've lost a huge amount of weight and i've kept it off and not many people can say that this is true so and i suppose it's it's, it's, for me it's a positive thing okay um i suppose it for me it's probably the same then with all my surgical scars Mm. so i have a lot of scarring from all the surgery i had um through the cancer journey so i have um i have a had a fairly massive opening down my front Mm -hmm. (laughs) from my belly button all the way down all the way down um and i also have a scar on in my chest where Mm -hmm. the uh, valve was for where i was getting the chemo so i had this valve in my chest for i would say the guts of a couple of months um where they they used to plug in the chemo literally plug it in because i used to have to carry it around with me so um i have scars there and i would never like i i've bought a bikini for my holidays this year i've gone from swimsuits i'm going back to a bikini i have belly fat i don't care i will be in a bikini i will be showing my scars i don't care (laughs) And, and that's the way to do it right you have gone through an incredible journey and an incredible amount and those scars that you carry around are, are your badges of honor you survived cancer yeah that's it and you know they're kind of like a little comfort to me you know they're kind of yeah I look at those scars and I go yeah I did that and I have those scars and they will always be my reminder of coming out the other side and mm-hmm. getting on with life and having a life to get on with because there are like I'm one of the lucky ones yeah this is it that they they would motivate you when you're thinking oh for god's sake it's raining or you know i have to go here i have to and you just catch a glimpse and you're like wow i'm lucky that i can complain that it's raining exactly that's exactly it yeah definitely so i should really just go do you know what boobs you and me (laughs) we're gonna sail (laughs) off into the sunset (laughs) you might get you a few free drinks well, that's it, yeah. Well, it used to. Do you remember I used to do that in the bar? It always worked well in the bar. I suppose like we should really look at them as assets, really. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. It's all about the mindset, right? It's all about how you view your body and how, you, it, yeah. how it uses yeah. it to, to its advantage. Hey, you know that you know the, that thing with, with um, Rachel and friends where Joey used to say, just squeeze your boobs together, like, you know? Mm, yeah. Like, I'm yeah. so sorry. <laughs> that works, folks. <laughs> yeah so yeah they're they're kind of like pretty much i suppose we could be here all day talking about body hang-ups you know but they're kind of our mm-hmm. main bugbears um and in the grand scheme of things for me it, it's probably a bit crappy like considering you know what christina has going on so you know i suppose after this discussion i'm a bit like oh wow woman shut up talking <laughs> <laughs> no, it, every woman has her own hang-ups and every woman will always have her own hang-ups and just because somebody has something you perceive to be worse doesn't necessarily make you bad for having your own this hang-ups. It's very true. This is very true and we all have to I suppose we all have to not get over it but kind of learn to love with what we've been given and what we can change as well. Absolutely. Okay, so that's pretty much it for this week. Um, we will be back next week. We don't know what we're going to talk about yet. So if you have something that you'd like us to talk about, um, just drop us a message on social media or um, through the website. Uh, let us know what you want to hear. 
Uh, otherwise, we're just going to come on and pretty much talk and talk and talk. <laughs> so until next week, we're signing off and have a great week. Bye. If you liked this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes and don't forget to subscribe. If you'd like to support us, you can head on over to Patreon or alternatively, you can buy us a cup of tea by using the link in the show notes. Also, don't forget to check our blog for regular updates. So until next time, keto on, keto sisters.